This is a Podcast Now production. Welcome to episode three. Three is the magic number. Oh, but yeah. what does it all mean? Oh, and there's three of us. <gasps> oh, That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> it's too much of a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Coinkydink. Oh! <laughs> to the Baby Gaga podcast. <laughs> oh, we spent too much time together. That's horrendous. I feel like we've not spent enough time together recently. No, we haven't. No, we have no. not. It's been a busy, busy time. Yeah. Our two little ducklings have been, uh, you've been swimming free. We have. <laughs> like we've been let off the lead. I've let, one, you, I've let you off the little lead, I know. I've been yeah. so, so good as well to not ring the house phone once this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the house phone. You know what I mean? The house, the shop phones, the shop phone. Oh, for anyone that doesn't know what I mean, I mean the landline <laughs> units that we have within our branches. <laughs> why, why does it feel like we're the kids, your mum that's gone out on a Friday night with your friends and it's like, I'm just checking in just to see if you're all right. <laughs> because that's what I do constantly to you all. <laughs> have you eaten? Have you had your breaks? Have you turned this on? Have you locked the back door? That's what I do all the time. And then I've been so good today because I've not been at either of the branches. Yeah. I've not rung either of you once. No. Yeah. That is trust right there, guys. I had some good weeks this week, though, because of the two venues. Like oh, okay. one, There have been different themes at different venues. It has been good themes. It's been good. It's been busy. Yeah. Very I've had busy. lots of customers come to me this week and be like, just letting you know. I've also been to Rami this week. <laughs> and I was like, oh. really? <laughs> like, I think getting a, quite quite the fan are you now doing yeah. a tour of uh, the Baby Gargars? Yeah. Two timing. But yeah, both weeks this week have been nice. I, I know that sounds weird again, mm-hmm. but both. Both themes. Yes. There you go. Exactly. There's the word you were looking for. Our Made in Manchester theme at Rami has been Belting. superb. It's been really, really good just because the music is top notch it's been very nostalgic for me and Sam this week know, but you can't say nostalgic he's not from Manchester I know but he, no, but he, he even sang in a Manchester been, accent it, a, do you feel like you've, have we adopted you yeah no I have obviously, obviously I have said that I'm not f- originally from Manchester but this sort of music is what I grew up with not only from like a young age from my parents listening to like Oasis and um, like James and stuff like that but when we've grown up and got older and we've been out like started going out like the Cortinas and that indie sort of era was a big thing for us so it's because we do it right up here mm-hmm. it's been very self-indulgent this yeah, week <laughs> the we music well yeah so we have been celebrating some brand new themes here at Baby Gaga this mm-hmm. week totally new concept to start yeah, yeah. to really get I don't think a baby class has ever done a Made in Manchester theme before no I wouldn't no. say so. I'd say it was definitely a first. I think a lot of us have been to teddy bear picnics and under the sea, but we thought we'd do something a little bit more cultural. I yeah. mean, it, it would be difficult to do a Made in Manchester theme if you're a baby class down in Surrey. But I don't think they've ever done a Made in Surrey either. <laughs> yeah, or a made, true. Maybe a London one. don't know. Mm. I think it's quite a new concept yeah. to and, be um, and cultural had, like that. Um, we had our Manchester city skyline in the middle. We, we, did. we built the Hilton and the Lowry. Out yep. of our building block. We've been very, very imaginative. It's been great. Baby Gaga! 
Well, this week we wanted to have a little chat about parenting Mm -hmm. in general. And it's nice to sort of talk about our self-indulgent, the things that we did, you know, in our youth. Because we wanted to talk about how everything changes once you become a parent. So Mm -hmm. do you think lots of our parents this week, though, maybe will have had that same little nostalgia that you guys had? Of like, oh my gosh, I remember going out, listening to this kind of music, like way before I was a mum or a dad or a grandma or a granddad, because we get lots of different like caregivers. So do you think it might have been a little bit of a trip down memory lane for those guys as well? A hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. We had actually, um, I won't name them, but we had a granddad in yesterday. Was it when you sang happy birthday to him? Oh, Granddad's yeah. first yeah. session here came oh. with grandma as well and little one. Um, and it was his birthday and he sat by the door and was a little bit hmm, at the beginning of class. Like, because someone like, dragged him to a baby class. Because on his someone, birthday. yes, exactly. <laughs> Apparently they were just pulling to Ramsbottom and he said, What is Baby Gaga? And she was like, Oh, you'll love it. And didn't he didn't actually know what he was getting himself in for. And he came in and he was like, Well, I'm 67 today and I've never been to something like this. By the end, loving life we had elbow on as the leaving song and he was like what a band what a tune he was loving it mm. he'd come to his own little party for his 67th birthday it's like we planned it for and, him and we sang happy birthday to him on the guitar Aww, yeah. as well and he was just like you, you know and he's trying to like look cool and then at the end he was like no i am absolutely loving this oh bless so him. he was definitely back down he was, he was just loving the tunes you can yeah. see him just like rocking away in the corner just trying to pretend that he wasn't enjoying himself it was great and I had another familiar face to Baby Gaga the other day in with her little girl. And um, we played one of the songs that we're doing this week. And she was like, oh, I remember listening to this in 42s for the first time. And I was like, okay, right, okay. So that was a club that you used to go to when you were say, younger. Probably um, saw her then. Yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of people have been very nostalgic about it with their youth. But it's just absolute bangers after bangers so Mm. yeah it's been it's been a really really good week I think that's something we find quite important like here in our classes like as a parent myself is not just relating to the baby and singing like head shoulders knees and toes every week Mm. or songs that just relate to the baby we do love a head shoulders knees and toes but always having that like balance between being a support for the baby but also being a support for the parent too yeah Mm -hmm. so do you think well one thing we wanted to talk about this week was the difference like the life change when we're trying to support new parents especially Mm. um and you guys have the privilege of not yet being parents no apart from becky maybe slightly to sam yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then so we thought we'd have a little chat today and kind of discuss maybe some of the like the things you expect when you become a parent and then the things you kind of don't expect when you become a parent Mm mm-hmm well, when you said to me that this is what the topic of the podcast was going to be this week, the first thing that came into my head, the first question, is because so many people say it, does life change as much as people say it changes when you have kids? Because people are like, oh, it changes overnight, it changes straight away, just your whole life changes. But does it actually change as much as people make out? Your life 100% changes overnight, 100% like your responsibilities, your life changes. So it, but you don't change overnight. That's the hardest thing. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like 
the only thing I can compare it to is like, and, and you'll relate to this like, as an actor as well, it's almost like you know your character and you know your script and you know who you are in that scene, but then all of a sudden they plonk you on a different stage, but they say, just you continue in that character, but here's the new environment. Yeah. That's the only way to kind of give mm-hmm. it a bit of like a metaphor to explain it is that all of a sudden you've just like, you open your eyes and you're in a different world. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, okay, this is all the stuff now that's going on and this is what's important. Like the temperature of the bath water is currently like the most important thing in mm. the day right now. And like mm-hmm. checking, have you sterilized this and have you like researched that and have you measured this and have you, you know, thought about X, Y, and Z before you set off on a journey and, mm-hmm. and you're still you yeah. in your head. So it is kind of like you're going, okay i need to adapt but then you 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 do something naturally where you naturally are adapting with it it's a really yeah. funny one so i think the only way to explain it is 100% your life changes dramatically mm. in an amazing way like sometimes in a scary way as well sometimes in a frustrating way sometimes in like an absolutely incredible way like there's a lot of emotions i think that go on for everybody but you don't change yeah you just have to like you just have new things that you care about that you didn't realize you cared about before. Mm. Like how clean a table is in a restaurant or like you start to to care about certain things that like I personally would care about like really strange things that wouldn't have ever bothered me before. And I'd noticed them like, you know, how someone pushes a trolley in a shopping center when they're near to you and your baby or your toddler. And you're like, whoa, like, come on, like how many miles an hour are you doing with that trolley right like down this aisle? My toddler's toddling here. You could knock them over. Like you'd never think of those things before or they would never bother you. And you, you just very, yeah, you have a very different, outlook all of a sudden on certain things yeah yeah because you even saying that i wouldn't even think of that remotely now Mm. to be fair i'm probably the one speeding around with the trolley like (laughs) yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't think of there's loads it's 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 weird like there's loads of things that you wake up as a pet like as a brand new parent and all of a sudden you have all these new concerns or worries or passions about certain things that like I was really passionate about breastfeeding in public because when I had Aria, it was still a little bit, people would kind of, you'd feel a bit uncomfortable breastfeeding yeah. in public because something that I love now, especially here, so many of our mums breastfeed yeah. and so many of our mums are very kind of confident and I think we would give them a really safe space here. But even at a baby class, I would have felt funny breastfeeding when I had Aria in mm. public mm. and I would go and like sit in like toilet cubicles with a baby mm. to breastfeed. Um, but would you personally go and eat a sandwich in a toilet cubicle. I mean, I think I might have done that when I was at school, you know, you just brought back a really painful memory. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is, why why should little ones have to suffer that from mum feeling embarrassment of other people small-minded people, by the way? Absolutely. But I, I definitely, and now, like, how many, how many years into motherhood? I'm like nearly six years in. Yeah. Now, if I had another baby now, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't think twice about yeah. breastfeeding yeah. but when you're that new mom and it's still a very new thing and you're just like wait a second yeah. my baby needs feeding you do care about all the other people that are looking at you or the mm-hmm. odd little comment you might receive yeah. or um even like I would find it difficult even if I was in my own home and I had people come around like friends and family mm. yeah. I'd even feel self-conscious then which now you just think what what were you thinking but definitely I think you've got to adapt to yeah. new things and I then got quite passionate about encouraging other women to be able to feel confident to like mm. breastfeed and, yeah. and things like that. Whereas before motherhood, I don't, I, it was something I didn't even think about. No. I didn't even yeah. think about breastfeeding or how mums might feel or 
Anything. I have it in my classes. Obviously, being a male tutor in a very, should I say, female-oriented environment, uh, it kind it of is. It definitely is more, yeah, yeah. there's definitely more mummies that come, to, and definitely more, like, female teachers yeah. to teach babies, for sure. But, mm. yeah, having the mums come into my class, and you can see them, like, when they're about to breastfeed and I'm just stood there and it doesn't it does not phase me it's never phased me here no. never it fa- never phased me outside it's just a natural thing um but you can see them and they're just, and I'm just like yes queen you you, you, <laughs> you do, do it you do, do, do you do you do. I know it and I think it's difficult because society does kind of make you feel a bit is this okay am I okay like is this rude is it not rude like and it's absolutely not but it's no. in our own heads and yeah. I think as mums especially brand new mums like I always notice our older babies, the mums are a lot more confident feeding them. It's the newborns where the mums are still, you can tell in that, this is a very new land to me, this whole motherhood thing. Yeah. yeah. And is this what we do? I don't know. Is this, am I comfortable with this yet? I'm not sure. Yeah. And that's kind of, it definitely, it's just something you have to learn to adapt to for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was saying to you before, wasn't I? I, I think it's such a, a weird, is weird the right word? Um, stigma that's around a new mum and when they're like oh but what how do I know when this is and they're always like oh you'll just know and it's like but what if you don't just know do you know what I mean with if like a baby's crying and go oh you'll know what the cry is for and I always just panic I'm like what if I don't know what that cry is for like what is no I think and I think it's just such a strange what's the word I'm like saying it's a strange like myth that Oh, you'll just have a motherly instinct. Oh, you'll just know. And it's like, and it's like, no, no, you won't just know because you become that person, like you say. You become it overnight. And when you become a mum, I think you've ju- you're supposed to just have this emotion of elatedness. But actually, it's a massive, massive transition that you're suddenly completely in charge of another human, yeah. staying, keeping the human alive. Yeah, it's And that's huge. all your responsibility. And you're supposed to just know what to do. I'm like, yeah. But then at the same time, there's all this information. And I think that information can be really overwhelming and can bombard you as like, they're like, have you read this book? Have you read that book? Have you read this book? Yet Mm. you go to the zoo and the animals don't get given a book, but they know, they know what to do because they've got that maternal instinct. So it's like a complete... And then you'll always have like conflict in like friends' opinions, parents' opinions, mm. your own mum's opinion, mm-hmm. you maybe your mother-in-law's opinion, like <laughs> all these different people. Oh, we all love a mother-in-law opinion. <laughs> like there's always, there's always, everyone does it differently and everyone, mm. I, I think you do know how to be a mum in the sense of you will, that baby will be born and you'll know to protect them. Mm-hmm. Same with a, same with a dad as well, you know, to, this is a baby, I need to protect this baby. Yeah. You just learn but there is no go. way, like... I I remember on more than one occasion being like, I don't know why I don't know why she's crying. I don't know what's wrong with her. I don't know why she's crying. Mm. And that and I would feel bad about it because you do. Because maybe yeah. because of these silly Instagram accounts that would be like with all these quotes of mother. That's what I mean. I feel like there's too much info informa- yeah. info. <laughs> there's too much information. There's too much like bombardment of tips and exactly how you should do it because I don't think any well, no two babies are the same, so it's no. not gonna. Not even twins. No. I know, and we've learned that here. Yeah. Baby like Naga. complete polar opposites. Yeah. Because I wasn't very okay with twins before. We don't have any twins in my family. I've mm. never had any friends that are twins. So 
it's only since we opened this place that I've been able to watch twins grow and I love how different they always are. Completely. I don't think we've had, had a set of twins yet where I've gone, well, you two are identical. It's yeah. like the same with everything you Definitely do. Definitely not. I was saying in one of my classes today, I was like, I forgot how I got onto the subject, but I was, I said, oh, this is amazing. Like, I've learned so much whilst working at Baby Gaga that I feel I'll be really ready when it comes to parenting but then on the flip side of that i know that as soon as it happens i'll be like forget everything and i'll be like oh my god how did you do this no, like, i don't oh, think oh, you oh. will you know i actually do think you two have had like the best ever introduction into parenthood ever to be honest because you've seen it all like you've seen the mums that are literally like hey i'm so together with everything today and then mm. you've seen that same mum walk in a few days later and be like i'm having the worst day ever so that you can you so i think like becky especially you'll feel like okay it's not mm. always perfect you can have mm-hmm. good days you can have bad days and we've seen all the kind of like when they're sick or when they've got an upset tummy or when they're not sleeping mm. and, and all mm. those things i don't know i think you've seen a really real i didn't see this before like when I, when I before I was a mum, would I have had children? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I didn't see this side of it where you see the ups and downs like through, or you see the babies that were really struggling and then they get a lot better, or mm-hmm. the, or vice versa where everything they seem to go really well and then they'll, they'll go through a rough patch or they'll struggle. And I think it's shown as a really real side to parenting. Mm-hmm. So I think you'd actually be all right. I, I was going to say a million percent because I've learnt more also about like pregnancy and labor and all the ugly sides of parenting all the stuff that nobody talks about Mm. and there's been certain and I can't actually think of an example now that we're talking about it but there's been certain like moments in classes where something like someone's told me something and I've been like what? <laughs> like, what? Like when they tell you, like, and then you give birth, and then and then you birth the placenta after. Oh, and I already knew about that. I'm trying to remember one of that. them, but one of them literally like, surprise. One of them blew my mind, and I was like, "What?" And they went, "Yeah," and I was like, "I did not know this." I was like, "Why do people not talk about this like when you boobs leak when babies cry?" Oh, and did you I, know that? I I heard about that quite early on. Oh, yeah, did you? but you know what? I didn't know that either. Do you know what I I absolutely dread not dread that's the wrong word I fear is that our babies are gonna hate sensory (laughs) 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 like they're gonna be that baby because hopefully I'll be working through like pregnancy and they're gonna come out and be like I have done this theme I have done this class since I was an embryo I do not want to be in this class imagine if they don't like lights and loud noises that's what I mean like I've just got this horrible fear that I'm gonna sing the hello song and they're gonna be like I have done nine months of this mother will you stop (laughs) it does always pain me that Everly cries to the hello song yeah this is this is what I'm I'm just got this horrible feeling I'm going to come and they're going to absolutely not they'll obviously because there's always a theme there's always a class that they love but they're going to come out and be like I'm just not into music I'm not into lights I'm not, I just yeah I, I don't know no got this it's horrible not feeling happen. it's not gonna happen <laughs> not with you two as parents you're like so oh, it could happen what if they just don't like the theatre or anything? that's what I mean that's what I mean it could be just a complete op- I'm nothing like my parents I mean, as long as they're into motorbikes, it's fine. But what if not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to be one of those forceful parents, are you? That go, you will like motorbikes because I say so. Um, no, probably not. I mean, it's. I don't know. I think you just kind of. 
let them find their own way a little bit. You will. They just have to like the hollow song. Okay. Do, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and condition it from a really early stage in your pregnancy. Because, I mean, looking back on my childhood, I was never really forced into anything by my parents and I was kind of free to make my own choices. And I think that's how you kind of were as well. You were never forced into anything. So I think we'll just kind of, off you go. Not 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 in a way of like fend for yourself. <laughs> From birth, you just figure yourself, yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to be that forceful parent because I mean I growing up I saw how well I um, dealt with people trying to put me in my place and I just yeah never I was never one for the the iron fist of ruling so yeah I'd just let them get on with it. So what would you say like is your biggest? What do you think? you would miss the most so one thing I think you'd noticed like when we're like you guys and me I mean when, when mm. we're working together around work things I'll often have to be like oh I need to check if I've you know how the yeah. girls are or I need to get back for the girls or that's a half term week or no I can't do that because I'm a mum now um what do you think is like your biggest thing that you'll miss maybe from not having a huge responsibility? I, before I met Becky, I was a massively impulsive and I would do anything like on a whim. So if someone was like, oh, do you want to just jump on a plane and go somewhere for the day? I'm like, yeah, sweet, let's cool, let's go. If I've got money in my, if I am a dangerous man with money in my pocket, seriously, Bruno Mars quoted that. <laughs> um, but yeah, if... Dangerous so, man with some money in my pocket. Get oh, up. No. <laughs> oh, the pretty girls are rummy. The... No. No. <laughs> Don't know the words. Give up. <laughs> I'll give up. I'll give up. Um, so I think it'll be that. I think it'll be the spontaneity of things because I won't be. We won't be able to go. Oh, obviously. I know, I know we work full time now, but um, obviously we worked on cruise ships and we travelled around the world and just being. Oh, should we go travelling? It's like mm-hmm. we can do it with a baby in a backpack. Not in a backpack, you know what I mean, on our backs. Um, <laughs> oh, Zip but, them in, <laughs> into um, cargo. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, I think it's just a spontaneity of things. Um, mm. I think that's what I'll miss the most. Because I'd say also, like, we spend a lot of time together. Like, the way that we look at things is we're not only partners, but we are best friends as well. Like, we spend a lot of time together because we enjoy each other's company, not just because, oh, we're, we're together. But... I, I was always told a piece of advice from my nan because she went through it firsthand that when she had m- my mum, my uncle and my auntie that all of her time was like focused on the kids uh-huh. and her marriage broke down because of it. So she's always said it to my mum and my mum's always said it to me that just remember that your relationship was there before kids came along. Yeah. So I think we'll always put the effort on let's go on a date night, let's do this, let's do that. Mm. So I don't think we'll ever lose that. So I don't think that's one to actually fear about, but it would be nice to just be like, oh, let's go to Thailand for a month. Oh, see you later. But obviously we then do have a child to think about. Mm. Yeah, that has been that what thinking about it. Because I was very, like prior to being a mum, was like, I'm going to go and live in London for a little while. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go and live in the countryside for a little while. Right, I'm going to I want to go and move more to the city or... I'm a very, like, like to, to seek out lots of different opportunities and I will kind of, like, 
I'll plant myself in new places quite easily. Mm. Whereas having children, like, and you guys all know, like I've had to move recently since I've had children and it was a massive thing. Like I was in a constant battle with myself going like, is this the right thing? Because I knew I was going to be fine. Um, And it's not like I've moved to a different country, but I've moved and the girls moved schools and things like that. And I remember thinking, this is absolutely fine for me because I'm used to this and Mm -hmm. I like this. This is the kind of thing that I like to do. I find it exciting. But for a child... Is it the right thing to do? Yeah. And literally, probably chewed Becky's ear off constantly going, oh, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Like, And I would go back and forth and back and forth. And that's, I think, something that you have to get used to as a parent, definitely. Or just like those sacrifices of, okay, I want to spend more time. Like with you guys might want to spend a bit more time together, just you two, that one night. And you're like, right, let's watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spend a little bit of time together, just me and you. Let's get yeah. a bottle of wine. The little ones are in bed. And I can guarantee that night that they'll be teething. Yeah. Or something will happen and mm-hmm. it'll kind of, you know, bulldoze that, that initial plan. And it's learning to be kind of resilient to that and being like, okay, it's okay. You mm-hmm. know, this is okay. I'm all right with this. I'm going to, you know... It's it, you know it's fine because it is difficult like it's difficult when you've got a way of things that make you happy and you of course you love your child and that child makes you really really amazingly happy but you've still got parts of you like the other night <laughs> here we go the other night I adore my little girls they are everything to me literally they're amazing and the hard work because they're just as headstrong as me but they're amazing mm-hmm. but I purposely went and bought matching bath salts, bubble bath. I had this whole lavender situation going on. I was like, I'm going to have a night of relaxation. I bought a new book. I can't even remember the last time I read a book. I've still not read the book (laughs) because I was like, I've bought a book. I've got my new little neon diffuser. I was well excited. Lit candles. I was like, this is going to be so relaxing Turned the bath on, filled the bath. The bubbles were like, do you know when you get really good bubbles? This might mm-hmm. not be something that, that, that bothers your life right now, but sometimes you don't make the bubble bath as bubbly. This was a great bubble bath. And I was like, right, this is going to be lovely. And literally, as I went to close the bathroom door, I just heard a little voice go, mummy, mummy. And I was like, no, <laughs> why? And, and our it- survey says... And, and I was just like, no, like, so then the bath was cold and then I was tired and it just never happened. And I was like, oh, I just really wanted that night. But then at the same time, like, even it's, it's such a funny emotion because even me just telling that story, you then get that mum guilt of going, oh, yeah. I do love my kids, I love them yeah. to pieces, but I just wanted the lavender bubble bath. I just <laughs> wanted it. Like, it's like having to learn to like put up with that kind of like, yeah. Okay. It's slightly disappointing, but it's okay sort of situation. Mm. At the end of the day, that's what we've got to put up with though. It's human nature. We are wired that way that we fend for ourselves. We are impatient and we, we constantly look out for number one. So it, 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 you're always going to have that, that voice in the back of your head that is like, oh, my time, my time, my time. Because that's just who we are. That's how, mm. we're, that's how we're wired as humans. Yeah. But So you can't, be, you can't beat yourself up for that. It's just something, well, like we've sang this week. You've got to roll with it. You've got <laughs> to roll with it. You do. You do just have to roll with it. And then it's a weird emotion because like, they'll eat your last Rolo and you'll be like, <sighs> but then you'll be like, I'm so glad I gave it them though. It's just such a funny little emotion that kind yeah. of talks you both ways. It's, it's oh, oh. Sam's I like, I would never do that. You just wait till you're a dad, Sam. They'll give you that little look. I... I already have to deal with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh dear, you're screwed. <laughs> if there's then two of them, 
whoa. The other day, I was like, I knew that there was like three squares left of a bit of chocolate in the fridge. And I was like, it's there. When I get home, I'm going to go upstairs. Those three squares of chocolate are going to be in oh, there. And I was, was it like, the mini egg one? And I was like, um, num, 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 that's going to be great. Where did it go? I think you'll find, though, the mini egg bar before that. I didn't even get a look in, so it was my... Lies. Lies. It was mine. Lies. Lies on fries. I portrait. (laughs) (laughs) So if if I've then got two of those chocolate fiends, it's going to make life very difficult. You're going to be sharing things for a long time. (sighs) Just buy two bars. Or, oh no, I shouldn't really say that. I'd be like, oh, hide them. That's a better plan. The hiding them is a much better plan. I will find them. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question off the okay. back of that. I feel like I've been talking quite a lot today, but... You have. It's because I've missed you both. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know what the answer is going to be straight away, but, I mean, I'm going to ask the question anyway. Who's it aimed at? At you. Oh, oh. oh. Oh, um, we, and for we, the listeners, that was a you to Ray. Yeah, because oh, yeah, we, we, it was just you. To <laughs> <laughs> me. We, we don't have children yet, so the question is to you. Because um, it may be, obviously, do you feel like you were too young? Do you feel like you could have been in a better place personally? This and the other. Would you change anything? But I know what the answer is going to be already. I wouldn't change anything. There's the answer. You know, <laughs> it's funny because even now and then I go, oh, maybe I could have like done this and then done that and then had children or had children and then done things this way or what but then you know you wouldn't change it I do I am one of those kind of airy fairy people that does believe that they they arrive when they're supposed to arrive in your life mm-hmm. yeah I remember because with Everly I wanted to I thought in my head I wanted her sooner than I got her. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of mums will relate like with this because you cannot plan when mm. that baby's going to decide that it's, it's your time. And when we did try for a long time and it didn't happen and I was like, well, now this age gap isn't what I wanted it to be and, and all of these silly, silly things. Um, but it, yeah, when they arrive, you're just like, oh, they're here at the right time and this yeah. is when they were supposed to be here. And it, it yeah. isn't... Because there's, there's certain things that I've always gone, oh, I wish, I wish, like, when I had Aria and I hadn't had Everly, and I'd be like, oh, I wish Everly was there for that, but she wasn't born yet. <laughs> like, it's a weird <laughs> one. It's a weird one. Like, you'd be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we went to such a, oh, you weren't there because you weren't born. Oh, I wish you were, though. That would have been really good. <laughs> like, it's a really <laughs> weird feeling. Yeah. Um, so, no, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Um, I think I would... I would maybe do things slightly differently around like certain, you know, sometimes you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have took them on a long haul flight when they were such a, such an age because that was a nightmare. Or <laughs> There's certain things that you think, I wouldn't do that again. Um, but but no, that's I all think part when it, of the Yeah, when, when they come along yeah. into your life, I think everything happens for a reason in that sense, definitely. Mm-hmm. Someone was asking me though, because people say that I was quite young and I don't think I was. I thought, I think I was quite an average age to have children. Um, How old were you for Aria? I was 28 when I had Aria. That's not, it's not a young age. Is there an average age? I don't don't think think there is anymore, is there? Because it's... We get a massive, massive, like, spectrum of of ages in our parents. And I think... We, and we get a lot of parents now, because obviously, like, blended families are just so much more... You know, it's it's a lot more common these days. And I like, I love when you hear that they've got 
you know, children from maybe a previous marriage or relationship that are quite a bit old, like not, not you know, quite a bit older to the sense that I then go, are they really helpful? Are they really helping out? Mm. And so they go, yeah, yeah, they're really helping. I'm like, that's really cute. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That like another little person's joined the family and they're kind of doing it all over again, maybe. Like that's the way that I've always like imagined it in my head. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, you know, I don't think, I wouldn't change anything now. Yeah. I was going to say, we did have... Uh, I saw the full spectrum when we did our space week the other week mm. and obviously some of the mums are in there are older mums and I mean that's amazing but it was like oh so we're going to sing a song that I thought in the 90s was the best song ever and we're going to sing uh, if you're happy and you know it clap your hands and they're like what I was like yeah 92 I'm a 90s baby and they're like oh yeah you're only turning 30 this year you're still a baby but <laughs> one of the mums pipes up and she goes I wasn't even born in the 90s. What? And I was like, what? And she was 22. And I was oh. like, whoa. And the mums were like, what? <laughs> it was oh. really... But yeah, so like you said, but, we have that full spectrum of young mums. And mm-hmm. That is... Oh, you've just made me feel really old. That's Sam. what I was going to say. That's all it does to me is make me... I, I still can't get my head around that was t- 2000 was 22 years ago. I'm like, what? Oh, like, yeah. 22 years wow. ago. Wow. So some of our mums... Will have been born in the 2000s. Yep. Oh, now I feel really old. Yep. Although, Aria, bless her, little heart of gold, um, she's now in year, well, prep one she's in, which is like year one. Mm-hmm. And they're learning about like the Great Fire of London and all these like dates. And she's like, Mummy, what year were you born? And I was like, 1987. And she's like, was that last century? And I was like... <gasps> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "Wow!" <laughs> and I thought, "Yeah, that was actually a really <laughs> not a really long time ago, but it feels, yeah, it was, yeah, last century." <laughs> wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's it's nice to know that you wouldn't change like a thing, nope. like because we get to spend quite a bit of time with your girls mm. I mean the other night when you came around to celebrate Becky's birthday you brought them round and I've mm. got one on each shoulder spinning around singing you spin me right around like that and obviously with my nephews like it's just playtime when it's Uncle Sam it's just yeah. playtime constantly yeah he's so, very good at winding children up and then giving uh, them that <laughs> yeah. yeah very so very, very good at that. at that yeah that's what I think that's what I, that's what I was going to say I think I need to get better at obviously with younger younger children but when it comes to men with obviously babies what I find difficult is well what I think I'm going to find difficult is maternity leave for women is a lot longer paternity leave for men is only two weeks now this is where I've got two sides of the coin one I'm a feminist because I believe that maternity pay is horrendous it should be a hell of a lot higher than it is but also on the flip side of that paternity leave horrendous mm. i think it should be longer than two weeks because i don't think two weeks is long enough to build that bond with a newborn baby just saying just saying i think it's oh, that's like a whole podcast in itself it's yeah talking about maternity paternity leave i love that we have lots of dads here that are stay-at-home dads that come mm. to classes yeah but it's such a rarity mm. and i think one thing that like as much as we live in a world now that is very like feminine focused, that is kind of like equal opportunities and all of yeah. those things, there still is definitely uh, that's a mum's job, that's yeah. dad's job mentality, a hundred percent. And I think 
it would be amazing for it to be more equal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. obviously, you, you, I think sometimes, and one of the good things for maternity leave, like, personally, the re, like, I, I love, I love, I love work. I love my job. Like, I love work, mm-hmm. of course. Like, I, I'm a work, I've always been a worker. I've always been, like, as soon as I was allowed, as soon as I got my national insurance number, I was like, I'm getting a job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've always loved to get stuck in, learn, work, just very kind of, driven in that sense and I could have gone if I I could have taken a short maternity I could have taken a long maternity um either way like I would have I would have missed I would have never stopped working put it that way um not because I don't love my kids just because I also love work but sometimes I think one of the good things about maternity leave is it's not just about being at home with the baby like as a mum that had given birth and gone through an actual a huge change like with their like with my body I needed time to actually recover like yeah. my body to actually recover and like as an actor I remember I was working up until like 38 weeks with Aria mm. um so I was still filming at 38 weeks and I remember they made me park in the disabled base at Coronation Street because they were like if you need to go <laughs> you go like they were literally and look, luckily we were filming scenes in the maternity ward because I was literally the size of a house at the time like ready to drop but I was happy to be doing that and a lot of people wouldn't do that. Like they'd leave, like they'd stop working a lot sooner. But then I remember them getting me in to to work again, probably when Ari was only about six weeks old. Mm. And I struggled because, not because of Aria, I struggled because my body was still recovering. Mm. Um, So like say we only got two weeks off technically on paper for like maternity. Mm -hmm because we have actually given birth, I think like a lot of the maternity leave is a lot of like you yeah. just getting back to you as well after yeah. your body's been through such a change. But so I get it in that sense from a maternity paternity side, but from a paternity like leave of only being two weeks, how are you then meant to ever like bond in the same way? Yeah. Yes. That's what I mean. What, how? Yeah, like, it is. It is a tough one. It is like I, I do agree. Like I fully agree that paternity leave should be longer. Oh, imagine as well if you got mm. like six months off. How they just, I think there should just be a bit of a. There should be a bit of an option. There is. Can you like, split it? Can you not be like, okay, I get a year. You can, but, oh, but imagine if both of you just like leave me. Well, when you year. said it, I was going. Well, I'm employed. Yeah. No, so um... <laughs> no, it, it, it's because there's there's one of the dads that's doing it at the moment that comes to one of my classes, and you can, but the split is would be then because mum's going back to work, he then takes over, but then his pay goes down and she goes back onto her regular pay. So it's like, but, it's like why, why mm. like you, you're having to sacrifice one for the other, and then am I going to feel that when I have my paternity leave and then go away from that and you're still on maternity leave and then I come back am I going to feel like the substitute parent like like you would in a football team like you just sat on the bench waiting to be called up to then go and look after the baby like Mm. I know that sounds like a really weird analogy it's I've just never thought of it like that and but you're right yeah you are right and it's like I I know what you're saying why can't it be equal in the fact that obviously because you're both in the relationship it's like why why can't it be equal so that you're both you've got your hand in 
with raising the child at that very because it's a very crucial point isn't it mm. i'd say the first six months i'd yeah. say the first six months of, of that of that baby's life like i was really lucky with avia i had the first two years where i worked from home amazing great however i still worked i just worked from home so you know it was yeah. it was one of those um however now watching babies and things as well I do see a huge benefit of babies then being socialised and going to things like nursery as well. Yeah. So I've, you know, there's, there's, but then not from two weeks old. No. Like mm. They need to be with the parent and having that bonding time. And the parent needs that time with them as well. Mm. I mean, if I ruled the world, Sam, I would say all <laughs> parents should get equal time off. So as soon as mum is off on maternity, dad goes off on paternity, and you get six months full pay. That's what I'd say. Mint. Bojo, we're coming for you. Yeah. I know you've got a lot on your plate at the moment with what's going on in the world, but we're coming for you. Just if there is any performers out there that want to take Becky and Sam's maternity and paternity leave for six months, please do apply. <laughs> www. Can I just say, we've, we've got that recorded. Uh, yeah. so, um... <laughs> but when we're back, sling your hook. <laughs> yeah, you're out. This is my we'll class. Be, we'll be in every class, though, with the baby. Like, hello. <laughs> I'm just here, just listening. <laughs> So I have one last question that I kind of want to touch on. Um, we've spoken about obviously new parents <laughs> learning and um, obviously having to come to terms with having children. And I probably won't mind me asking, but you at the moment have a new man in your life. I do. And he is <laughs> wonderfully, we can say that firsthand because we've, we've seen it, taking on the responsibility of your, your little girls as well. Do you feel like you're having to teach him along the way with him coming into their lives do you know what i was actually talking about this with the boyfriend the other night because bless him you have a bit like so from being pregnant to having a baby he's pregnant (laughs) from being pregnant to having a baby and giving birth to that baby you start you make a lot of mistakes 100 percent. so many times where i'll go i'm never going to do that again Mm. um you know i'm not going to give them like like sweets before bed or i'm not going to do all these things and you have all of that time to learn very slowly but surely as the baby grows from not being able to roll or move or talk mm-hmm. you've got a lot of time to learn how to be a parent and bless him he's just walked in on a three and a five year old having never had any experience with children before and I've got to take my little hat off to him he's, he's learning so quickly and he's, he's really really good with them he's amazing but there has been many a time where I've had to go. Yeah, so when you play hide and seek before bed <laughs> and they're screaming that giddy high pitched squeal that they do, which is so sweet. This is why they now won't go to sleep. Yeah. So then he'd be like, Well, do you not want to watch a film? I'm like, Yeah, when we get when we peel the kids off the ceiling. Yeah. Um, and he's learning little things like that of like, oh, okay, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Or just learning how to be more patient that when I sort of say, I can't do that because mm-hmm. I've got to see to the girls or, you know, I know we had plans, but Everly's not very well, so we're going to have to change them or things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and at the very, very beginning, I think he struggled to kind of get yeah. that, whereas very, very quickly now. And it's really interesting to see, actually, because it's almost is like a natural instinct of he's around these children mm-hmm. and he's learning very quickly how to like nurture them, which is really sweet. So, yeah, he's doing a really good job. But it can't be easy for him. I do no. have to every now and then. I'm like, well done, <laughs> well done. <laughs> like that was that was tough. I think the best one was 
he was just minding his own business the other day we were eating dinner and um he's quite like a you know he's got a lovely job and he's been brought up really well and he's mm. you know he's, he's he's always got like his hair's always nice and neat and all of these <laughs> and Everly just just eating a lunch she just decides I'm just gonna go up to I'm just gonna go up to Paul and lick his arm I'm just, just, I'm just gonna do it yeah. she just ran over to him just licked his arm and then ran off and I just saw him look at his arm and it had like yogurtly yuck on it <laughs> and he just looked at me and I was like mm-hmm. that that right there the fact you've not just gone nuts or yeah. or gagged or anything you just looked at it and he just got up and wiped it off and I was like you get in there yeah you're gonna be fine you're gonna be great I was gonna say when you asked that question like do you feel like you having to teach him I was gonna say don't you worry the girls will teach him yeah. <laughs> the girls do it's teach the him. girls that will be teaching yeah, him telling him exactly how to do things. they do they do and it's really funny and Aria does this really matter of fact thing she goes well I know it's because you don't have children um and we're children and you've not been around children before so this is what we do this is what we have for breakfast this is what we do here and this is what we do in this situation and yeah it's really fun it's it's cute to watch him kind of like have to it's yeah. like boot camp, really, because it's just like, okay, five years in, let's go, boom, <laughs> and learn I mean, all these new things. Yeah, it's, it is almost like, oh, you've never skydived before. Here you go, off on your own, Bye. out the plane. Wee! Go and teach others how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't mess up. You can't mess up. Like, they'll know. They'll, they'll know. know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they can smell the fear. He, was, he actually <laughs> said he was actually like terrified of meeting them when he first met them. He was like, I'm really nervous. He's like, what if they don't like me? What can I do? Like, do I, do I bring them a kinder egg? Do I not? Do I try? Am I trying too hard? Like, yeah. He was really quite nervous, which was really lovely though, to see how, obviously how much they care about the situation. But yeah. the, the, I think the, the nicest thing I've seen is just the change in sort of his expectation very quickly. And he's gone, yeah. okay. This is okay. I can deal with this. Mm. Like we've spoken about it personally. I thought you the forgot my name then. Me no, and, uh, no, no, me, that me, one over there. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, and the boy have spoken about it personally, and yeah, he is very understanding, and it's 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 very nice to see that he's being very accepting of it as well. Yeah, and I think we live in a society now though where I am a little bit of a traditionalist. So to be a single mum for me obviously wasn't like the way that this wasn't the plan wasn't my little storybook ending like absolutely not I've always been quite a traditionalist of like you grow up you go to uni you get your job you know you 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 get you meet somebody you get married you have children in that order and you live happily ever ever after and obviously life doesn't work out like that and it's not it's not always like that and for a lot of people it's really really not like that Mm. um and it's very common these days for people to have like blended families and for people to have just very different and unusual and non-traditional like in inverted commas um kind of lives and setups but I think what surprised me is just how accepting people are to it and just Mm. how adaptable, not just like I've become really adaptable Mm. to it, but like the girls as well. Like my little girls are really, Mm. really, really good with it. Um, So yeah, it's, it's nice. And I think we live in, that's one thing I like about the current society is how accepting we are of just different situations. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it always poses the question of what is normal? Oh, and I just who think wants is, to be normal? There isn't a normal, definitely. Yeah. There's no normal anymore. Totally gaga. Totally gaga. What are you gaga for this week? This week, I'm gaga for... A day off. 
My best bit of the week's actually been coming to see you guys. Yeah! <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. I was getting really annoyed when I was stuck in traffic before. I was like, just want to see you. I'm not seeing you all. I think it's because... Did I not see you last week? I did. Um, I, was I say- didn't. I did. No, I was saying it earlier. Like, we've seen each other. But it's not been not just the three amigos. No, it's not. In- so I was quite looking forward to this. Did we see you last yes, week? Yes, but there's always been other people here. It's I know. It's not just us three. That was my last bit of the week, was coming to see you guys. It has been really fun, to be fair, at Edgerton this week. But yeah, this was my best bit by far. Whoop, 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 whoop. Your best bit of the week, Sammy? Uh, what are you, you gaga oh, for? Oh, 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 oh. I'm not gaga for it at all, but it's been the funniest bit of the week. So, Becky has a tendency to sing lyrics that she doesn't actually know what the lyrics are. Oh, we have this. It's something we share. Yeah. Which I also think should be a part of the podcast. It should be a section on its own. I've got a really good one from this week, actually. Go. That's what, well, this what is Becky's from this week. <laughs> So Becky's from this week, because um, what we didn't realise is that David Gray is actually from Manchester. So we've been singing Babylon. Babylon, as in the place. <laughs> Becky thinks the lyrics are, let go of your mo- well, let go of your heart, let go of your head, and failing that, babble on. As in like, just... Chat on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just babble on about it. Stop babbling on it. <laughs> failing that, babble on. Babble on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Makes sense. Yeah. It, Failing that Babylon. It does make sense. Thank it, you. But do you want to know what mine was for this week? And Katie, our new tutor, bless her, has, is having to learn my ways with lyrics. So we've done Under the Sea yes. twice. Like two years in a row. Yes. This is our second Under the Sea. Yeah, third time doing it because we've already done it at Ramsbottom twice. I, technically, I'm on my third round of Under the Sea this yes. week. And I can't tell you how many times I've sung the song Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. You know, Under the Sea. Well, for my entire life, I thought that the lyrics were even the surgeon of the waves. You know, the doctor of the waves. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the surgeon of the waves. The earth and starts to play. You know, it's the surgeon of the waves. It's a really, he's it, it, a really, uh, Becky doesn't know what the lyrics are. I'm trying to are. think now, what is, what is the that? The sturgeon bit? and the ray. Oh, I've definitely never sung that either. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Christine, our social media manager, and I'm on mic singing live. I'm gonna Even have... the surgeon of the waves. <laughs> wow. And she's like, what did you just sing? I'm like, the surgeon of the waves. You know, the guy that does all the... Uh, Surgeries on the waves. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Well, I sang it the other day. I was trying to get round um, a couple of the mums that were sat and I wasn't really concentrating because I was concentrating on not trying to kick anybody. And we're singing She's Electric. And uh, I sing, and I've got one in the oven. And Becky just whoom, looks at me and she's just like, trying not to laugh. Oh. But then what was your second line you sang, which I told you today? I've got one in the oven. It's meant to be. And it's nothing to do with me. And he sang, and I hope that th- she likes me. <laughs> she got one in the oven that you hope likes you. I've always thought the lyric is, she's got one in the other. Um, no. And it's nothing to do with me. She's got one in the oven. Yeah, I've definitely never sang. Oh, like Virgin. she's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. And it's nothing to do with me. So you had one in so the oven. So he had one in the oven. 
So I stuck my belly out really far and it looked like it was... It's nothing to do with Becky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was meant to tell you. I don't know what I I sing at that point, but I've never... Is it Sturgeon and the Ray? Yeah, even the Sturgeon and the Ray, they got the urge and start to play. Go on, back. Best bit of the week. What are you gaga for? What am I gaga for? Mine this week, and this is why I stopped speaking before, because I was like, oh, no, actually, that's my... Gaga of the week, so that's why I've stopped. Good idea. During yesterday, I think it was about the third class of the day we've made in Manchester, we were just finishing the Cortinas, and we used to do the, you're not 19, well, nine months forever, pull yourselves together, and then after that last chorus, we go, let's dance! And me and Sam are dancing, jumping up and down, (laughs) waving our arms, going mental, and I just look across to him, and I'm just like, as if this is our job. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is how I dance to this song if it comes on when I'm out anywhere, at a wedding, at a party. I think it was on at our Christmas party. I think that song came on. It was, yeah. And it's how I dance then. And I was just like, oh, this is the third time I've done that today. And it's like the 15th time I've done it this week and this is my Aww, job. Did you Love have it. I had a proper like, moment. proper like... I've got did, you have the, did you not have the strobe going? We had, and the, we had the lights on. I had a bee boppers on my head. I'm oh, dancing up and down. Life. We're both wearing our Manchester bee pink t shirts, matching. And I was like, as if this is what me and my fiance do as a job. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? So it? that's what I was gaga for this week. Well, that's going to lead me nicely on to the question that I got posed this week. It was almost like a passing question, like if I hadn't really listened to it, I'd have missed it. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously because we are going on holiday on Sunday, me and Becky, (laughs) we're having a full week off. (laughs) Calls diverted to answer phone. Yeah, you need to do that. Like literally like lock out a Slack. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) So the question I got asked um, when I was in a conversation with somebody about it was, do you have a life outside of Gaga? (laughs) Because we are here a lot. I mean, you live upstairs. Mm. Yeah, but like even when we're not here, we're all like we hang out with each other outside of Gaga. We we do stuff together. Yeah, doesn't really stop at the minute to be fair. No. Very very busy. But, so that was one of the questions from... The listeners but do you want to tell the listeners what is the one thing that you love to do outside of gaga have a lavender bath <laughs> <laughs> um oh i don't know because like i love to go for like an afternoon tea but then mm. i'd want to go with becky and we'd probably talk about work <sighs> i know yeah it's true i know it's really tough like honestly i set you both the challenge when you go on holiday to not talk about work at all, to not share a single idea, or go, oh, that would be a good theme, or go, oh, do you remember when such a baby did this, or oh, doesn't that baby over there look like such a person from your, you know, your Tuesday one o'clock? Yeah, Honestly, it'll be so difficult, so difficult. I and can then, switch off as in like Do you know like, what switch. you'll do? I'll be like, I want you to unfollow us on Instagram and everything, and you'll be like, no, I can't do it. So, um, I think outside of Gaga... I think we bring a lot of what we love outside of Gaga into Gaga, though. Mm. So that's really difficult. A lot yeah. of our personalities we've brought into the brand. Mm. So it's like saying, I love going to gigs and listening to music, but we've, we've just literally done that all week here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so I love to like, yeah, I True. think going out for a really nice meal, though, is a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a really nice meal. Yeah. I love that. Which mm-hmm. we need to get in the diary, by the way. True. We all need to celebrate our birthdays. We've missed them all, more or less, yes. apart from Sam. Sam got a party. Me? Yeah, but we Sam gets something every year. I don't know how. I know. Not this year. It's not being your birthday yet. No. Yeah. I'm t- 
turning 30 this year, wanted to go to Tennessee, wanted to go and do the country music tour. Is it happening? No. Because we're going to Shell Island instead. Rock and roll! We're going to something then. Yeah, you're still doing something. We're going camping as a whole for your 30th. We're just going to listen to country music all weekend. So that is something for your birthday. (laughs) So, yeah. We also argue out of Gaga, obviously. (laughs) That's something we love to do. What do you like to do out of Gaga? Well, walk the dog. But then usually when we walk the dog, we talk. And then we talk about work. Mm. So, that. But... My main thing, motorbikes. Yeah, you like love going out. Yeah, ride his motorbike. Because you and can't... that we do not bring into Gaga. No, we don't. Yeah, I've not let you bring a motorbike into class yet. <laughs> well, the, the the closest I've got to it was uh, I was singing um, Crazy Little Thing Called Love last week. I'll take a long ride on my motorbike. Oh right, that I was, was thinking. It. I was like, yeah. what has that got to do with motorbikes? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's the thing because I can't think about anything else. It's like when you go skiing. You're too. You're so worried about not hurting yourself that you 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 literally zone out of everything else. When I'm on a bike, I'm I'm thinking of is is this person going to pull out on me? Um, like how fast am I going? Is there a speed camera coming up? Can I get my knee down around this bend? And it's yeah, probably completely over your heads, but <laughs> it takes me out of it. So well. I'll, I can go. <laughs> I can go out for an an hour's ride, and I won't have thought about anything else other than me and the motorbike. Yeah, no, definitely. That's how I imagine my lavender bath would be. I'll let you know when I finally have one. Becky, what do you like to do? Well, um, you read. Yeah, I do like to read. Oh, so annoying. Stop being mean to her. I know. She told me she stopped doing the page thing. I did. I have stopped doing the page thing. And for anyone that doesn't know, it's because I like to compete with myself when I'm reading a book and try and finish a page by the time my fingers got to the bottom of the page. So Which I would run... tell me that you're not actually really fully engaged in what you're reading. You're thinking about how long it's taking you to read it. No, because you naturally, I can just move the finger across without having to think about it. It's just going down the page and Should then round it. Do you get paper cuts? No. But yeah, just it's like, annoying me I just imagining to... it. So I don't know how you put up with that. She doesn't get paper cuts, but I cut her dirty looks. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped doing that now. So yeah, I like to read, and like you say, I like to, I like live music or going mm. somewhere that's got live music on. But we bring mm. that into classes, so it's I probably spend the thing going, oh, this song would go well in this theme, and oh, I can sing this one quite nicely. Maybe we should add this to a class. So I think we've come to the realisation that we don't have a life outside of Gaga at the moment. Oh. <laughs> Apart from when I'm on a motorbike, so if somebody wants to buy me a motorbike, oh, yeah, go ahead. So, are we going to sign this off as we normally do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ready? Mm-hmm. Bye you later. Bye you later. to the Baby Gaga podcast.